It's the bottom line. On News Radio 610, KONA, from the Tri Cities to Olympia to DC, we break down, break it all down the stories of the day and the people making the news. And that's the bottom line. Time to get the bottom line. Presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser with your hosts, Rob Francis and Ed Dawson. Welcome back to the Bottom Line News Radio 610K on hour number two on your Wednesday afternoon. The phone number is 547-1610. You can get us via email, 610K1A.com, the bottom line page, your name, where you're listening, what you'd like to say. We're on Twitter at Bottom Line 610, where our poll question for today is what we've been discussing, and that is, in your opinion, in your opinion, is serving as an elected official, regardless of the position, a part-time or a full-time position? You can answer our poll question at bottomline610 and 610 k Radio or on Parlor at the Bottomline610 and our free mobile app at Google Play and Apple Stores. Again, if you're joining us uh, this hour, um, last night at the Kennewick uh, City Council workshop meeting, they were talking about the ethics code and the the that whole concept that came about. And the majority of the council members were ready to trash it altogether because it wasn't doing what they had hoped it would do. Uh, but they aren't going to trash it just yet until they can figure out what uh, to replace it with. And then the discussion came up of whether or not you are a quote-unquote public official all the time or only when you are doing uh, the duties of the job. And in this case, city council, which is a part-time job. It is not considered a full-time employment situation. And um, th- there is much discussion. In fact, let's kick off the discussion for this hour by going to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from today? Uh, this is Randy from Prosser. Hi, Randy. What's going on? Well, I, it's, yes, it's a, in your mind it might be a part-time position. But when you go to the grocery store, you're a councilman, you're a mayor, you're a commissioner. When you do anything... You represent your jurisdiction. So in my own life, I try to add value to the reputation of my jurisdiction instead of detract from it. And the constituents that elected you or appointed you, they don't view you as part-time. They view you as their avenue to their government. Appreciate the call. Thank you so much. 547-1610-509-547-1610. Let's go back to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from? Hey, guys. It's Joe. 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 I agree with your previous caller, but let's take it differently. I've, I've met you guys both in person. I know you both work for the radio. So if I if I go out to uh, somewhere and I see one of you guys sitting out there just getting, you know, plastered and being vulgar and acting stupid that'd be rob not me (laughs) thanks well i didn't want to go there oh wow (laughs) this is why i love you joe go ahead that's why joe's gonna vote for me yeah (laughs) go ahead joe sorry you're real man so anyway my point being i look at you guys and i say wow the radio station hires a slob like this you see what i'm saying you're still representing no matter what you do, if I go out in, in, in public and people know that I work for a certain company and I do something foolish, they're going to say, wow, your boss must be an idiot if he, lets you, if he thinks this is okay. You know? You're always representing whoever you 
uh, represent even part-time or full-time, no matter what you are, you're always the face of that organization. So as a councilman or, or a part-time official, you're you're not part-time, you're full-time. People will always see you as that person first. Appreciate Thanks for the call, Joe. Joe. Appreciate it. And we both still love you. Don't worry. Let's go back to the phones. <laughs> You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from today? Hey, guys. This is Matt from Goldendale. What's up, Matt? Well, I uh, I can see that what, where it's going here. With, uh, you know, usually a public official is on 24-7. But uh, Democrats uh, are like when they're, when they're uh, eight hours off their job. That's why they're doing a half-assed job as as it's going right now. I mean, what do you expect? Thanks for the call, Matt. Appreciate it. And and that kind of goes into, that segues uh, into my point that uh, I kind of teased at the end of the last hour. Um, I don't know if this is the correct answer, but it popped into my head that um, maybe this sense of public official life, it, you know, that Everybody should have a private life. You know, you can't, you know, we, we don't have paparazzi around here, at least I don't think, um, you know, that are, you know, trying to get pictures of, you know, our elected officials or, uh, you know, Rob and me in compromising positions out at, at bars or whatever. You know, we, we don't have that here. But well, now, but, thanks to Joe, we might. We might because of Joe. Yeah. <laughs> um, my point is that. We also have this thing called cancel culture going on right now, where if you do something as a private citizen, you it could affect you in your professional life. And and a lot of people agree that that's not fair. I'm Again, I'm not going to speak for Councilman Torelli or the other members of the city council who, who believe that there is a distinction between a public official 24-7, that you're always a public official, or you're only a public official when you're doing the duties of the job that you were elected to. 547 509-547-1610 if you'd like to join the conversation. And I'm going to, you know, I told you I was going to try and reach out to some people to get some thoughts on this. Yeah. That, that are elected. And I, and I got one response back that said, uh, we have a private life, but give up some of this for the honor of fulfilling our duties and responsibilities. You're up on the bottom line, News Radio 610 K1A. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hey, fellas. This is Pete Serrano. How you doing? Pete Serrano, Pasco City Councilman. Good afternoon to you, sir. Thanks for chiming in. So, um, interesting conversation we're having today, huh? It is. You know, I, I appreciate both the knocks at you and uh, the knocks at uh, certain political parties. So, let me ask you this, Councilman. Um, and this conversation came up, of course, because of, uh, you know, some different opinions and different feelings on what it is to be a public servant, to be an elected official. So let me ask you, do you have a is there a time for you as an elected official that you are not serving your constituents, that you are not uh, a public official, that you are not a Pasco City Councilman? I don't think so. I mean, you know, obviously I have other things I do in my life. I've got a real job, and, and at that time I've got to be focused on that, and there's other times with my family. But uh, the reality is if a constituent calls, I do my best to respond as quickly as I can. And I also uh, probably two or three callers ago 
uh, the gentleman and Prosser talked about, you know, when you're out at the grocery store or wherever you are in public, um, you know, you're recognized as a public official. So, you know, there's no kind of time off for bad behavior, uh, at least in the way I approach it. Now, Councilman, and appreciate you calling in because really getting it from somebody who is sitting in that position um, is extremely beneficial to the conversation. So we appreciate you taking the time. Um, it, it, this is just my opinion, and and if you differ, please let me know. If you put yourself into this, if you decide that you want to be a public servant, you want to be an elected official, you want to serve your community, you are making that conscious choice to know that you are giving up elements of your private life in order to try and do greater good for your community, and that regardless of what that point in time is, you're always going to be held to the standard you have you have volunteered yourself for, and so until you're out of that office... In my opinion, you are a public servant full-time. Yeah, I mean, I would agree with that. I mean, that's why you see various public officials under much higher level of scrutiny than would the average Joe. And quite frankly, depending on where you end up post, uh, post-career as a public servant, to a degree you're going to carry that weight for the rest of your life. You know, the same way we look at former governors, uh, former attorneys general, and sometimes even former city councilmen and mayors. Um, you know, there's, oh, that guy did this at that time, and I still respect him for that, but I can't believe he's now turning to do this type of activity, right? Um, so I guess I'd even extend it out beyond the life of true public service. You're always going to be regarded in that way, and your behavior is probably always going to come under certain scrutiny. Councilman Pete Serrano from the city of Pasco, thank you for calling in, sir. Appreciate your perspective. Have a great day. Going to go back to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. News Radio 610-KONA. Your name, where are you calling from? Hey, guys. I'm sorry. This is Matt from Goldendale again. What's up, Matt? Well, what? even if you're elected or non-elected, I was a deputy sheriff down south. Uh, I represented an elected official. And the integrity of the job is what came forth, not not uh, the the personal ideologically. But uh, I I think that uh, everybody needs to uh, think about what's going on here. Appreciate the call. Five four seven one six ten. We're going to take a timeout. Give you a chance to uh, get on board with us either by phone or on the through the website and email the program to 610kona.com the bottom line page you can send us your question or comment um getting a lot of run today a lot of opinions and that's a good thing uh discussion are public officials considered always quote unquote on are they always public officials or are they only public officials when doing the duties of the job that they are elected to. Back with more after this. Can't get in by phone? Give us your bottom line through email. Send your thoughts from the bottom lines page at 610kona.com. Back to the bottom line with Robin Ed, presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser on News Radio 610kona. News Radio 610 K1A 547-1610 is the number if you'd like to get involved. Swing by Perfection Tire, four locations in the Tri-Cities. They have been serving this community for decades. Family owned, family operated, 
and they treat every customer like family. Yes, they do incredible when it comes to tires. They will take care of your tires, everything that has to do with your tires, but they also take care of a lot more. Now, make sure your air conditioning is up and running. Make sure the heat's going well. Take a look at your belts, your shocks, your struts. Whatever it needs to keep your car running, Perfection Tire can keep you on the road and running the way you should be. Stop by one of those four locations today, Perfection Tire, or visit their website, perfectiontire.com, 547-1610, if you want to get involved in the program. And, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw this out. Okay, because there are there are different reasons. A wise man once told me there are three reasons that people get involved in politics, that people get involved in public service. Power, ego, and money. Okay. Very rarely, he said, he said there is a percentage, but it's a decreasing percentage of people that get involved that truly want to serve the public. That they have altruistic motives. Yes, that they are altruistic and they want to serve the public. So if you're one of those people that wants to walk around and tell people that you're an elected official because you 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 want to be one and, and you tell them, well, this is why I am and I hold this position. You know what? Don't run for re-election, please. Because that, to me, is the wrong mindset. That, to me, tells me that you're more concerned about telling people who you are and what it is that you do. And it, it's, it's not as much about doing, you know, it, it's not as much about being that public servant. It's more about saying that you are. So the, those, the, those, that that's where we've gotten our bad taste for politics is, is the power, the ego, the greed. That's where we've gotten the bad taste for politics. And it's absolutely right. And it overshadows those who are there altruistically to try and serve and make their communities better and make the public better. I'd like to think that we do have a higher percentage of altruistic public servants in our community than we do those that are there for power, greed, and ego. Um, but there's not a time, and and Joe, you know, even though the way he put it was a little differently than I would have put it, <laughs> he's right. If we're out somewhere and we're doing something, and somebody doesn't like it, it is going to reflect on the radio station. It's going to reflect on the company. And guaranteed, we're going to get called into an office, and we're going to have a discussion about it. And it's going at to... At the least. At the least. And it could wind up in a parting of the ways. It could wind up in some discipline area. But whatever it is, you and, and one of our for, former callers that was a business owner, an electrician, said the same thing. He's always representing his business. We have elected officials, you know, because state senators, state reps are part-time jobs, too, along with council members. They're only in, they're only full-time when they're in Olympia. But we've had Senator Mark Schessler call us on his, from his farm. He was a state senator when he was talking to us. He was talking to us about state business. We have had representatives Matt Banky, Brad Clippert, Mary Dye, Joe Schmick, Bill Jenkins. Call us when they were out of session, still working as a public official in their off time. If you really want to boil it down to that sentiment, then you're a public official when you're at meetings, workshops, and attending board meetings that you're supposed to as part of what you're assigned as that elected position. Then that would that would insinuate that when you are walking down the street 
and a constituent comes up to you and wants to discuss an issue that they have that you're not really a you're not really an elected official at that point in time because then it's not it's not the job. Well, maybe it's it not should... sitting in the chair. Well, it's not with the nameplate in front of you. It's not with it's not with being able to sit there with your chest puffed out and your shoulders back, going, "I'm a elected official in this position." You're an elected official because you wanted to serve the public. That's why you ran for office or you were appointed to office or whatever the situation was, and you chose to run again. That's why you're a public official, because you do at least have the idea, or I would hope, that the the 100% intention, and I know it's not always true, is to serve the public. And so that is a 100%. That is a full-time thing. That is a, if my phone rings at 4 o'clock in the morning and I can't answer it, if I wake up at 6.30 and it's a constituent, I'm calling them back at 6.31. I get it. Sometimes you may not be available to field that call. But it is your job to respond to that constituent whenever you possibly can to hear their need because that is what you signed up to do. You're up on the bottom line, News Radio 610 KONA. Your name, where are you calling from? It's Mary again from Kennewick. I'm, one of the things that everybody has choices to make as to how they act as, and how it reflects upon them and their company. The only thing, the only thing that really matters is you have to accept the consequences of that. And... and I mean, you make a choice on how you act, and then you take the consequences. So that, that's the bottom. That's the bottom line on that. But this also opens another Pandora's box: is the the speech last night by Pompeo and the Hatch Act. I mean, did he have a right to make his political stuff known or not as a as a citizen and a representative of government type? Absolutely, Mary, and that's something that uh, that apparently there are members of the House that are going to look into and see if he violated the Hatch Act. And if he did, well, then there should be consequences. It's plain and simple. Five four seven one six ten is the number. Again, this uh, if you're joining us late, this all uh, came about um, from last night's Kennewick City Council meeting where the body was uh, looking at uh, potentially getting rid of the ethics code uh, they are not going to get rid of it, at least not yet, until they have a uh, suitable replacement for insurance purposes. But the discussion morphed into uh, whether or not you are you are a public official or a, a member of the, you, you know, a, a public figure, if you will, all the time or only when you're doing the job that you were elected to do. And there were differing opinions on the city council uh, about that. Let's go one more time to the phones before our break. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from? Hi, hi let me get my clock box shut out. Uh, this is Ernest Crapweasel, and I'm calling you from Walla Walla, Washington. All right, you got about 30 seconds. Go. I, all right. Uh, our union is failing. Our government is falling apart. POTUS, the president of the United States, has been changed to a new president. It is POTUS S, president of the United States of America. Over and out. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Take a quick time out. 547-1610 is the number. If you want to get involved, via email 610k1a.com. Bottom line page, your name, where you're listening, what you'd like to say. Looking forward to more conversation and our poll question at our Twitter page at Bottom Line 610. Simply enough, is being an elected official a full time or a part time position, regardless of what elected position it is? Back for more after this.
Now back to the bottom line on News Radio 610 KONA, presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser. It's your voice, your show. Call the LegendsCasino.com hotline, 509 547 1610. Bottom line, News Radio 610 KONA, 547 1610. If you want to get involved, Jason Hogue with American Family Insurance waiting to talk to you about what your current insurance policies are. Hey, look, we're moving forward even further now. In phase one, call it 1.5, is your business ready to handle it? Does your insurance cover all the things that you're going to need to have or may need to update? Contact Jason today via his website, jasonhoag.com. He'll go over your policy with you, let you know what you may need to add, what American Family Insurance may have that's stronger protection for you and your small business in a COVID climate. Contact Jason Hogue with American Family Insurance, the only American star certified agent with American Family Insurance in the Tri-Cities at jasonhogue.com. 547-1610 if you want to get involved in the conversation. Uh, again, our poll question for today, bottom line 610, and it's uh, 610 K1A Radio, is do you believe that being an elected official is a full-time or a part-time job, regardless of what that elected position is. Are you, by running for office, are you putting yourself out there full-time for the constituents in your district, in your city, in your county? Are you putting yourself out there full-time, or is it just whenever you think it's necessary to be one. So I guess the argument would be, and, and you brought up this example of uh, Richland Mayor Bob Thompson, who was pulled over, DUI, um, clearly not in his capacity as the mayor. Absolutely. Um, as as an example, should he be held uh, in a higher regard uh, because he's an elected official versus... You know, if anybody else gets pulled over for a DUI again, reminding everyone this this stemmed from the Kennewick City Council. And you want to replay the clips? I will in a moment. But but the the uh, the point is that we had a situation where twice now the ethics officer has been called upon uh, to review uh, uh, claims that council members you know were doing things against the ethics code one the you know one was mayor britain who got into some trouble at in his capacity as an employee at dshs did that reflect negatively on him as the mayor or the city of kennewick that was the one debate and then councilman john trumbo um went and kind of did some investigating on his own and, you know, may or may not have presented himself as a city council member or a regular citizen in that capacity, trying to gather information on something that he was digging into. So that's, you know, that's the background, if you will. Let's go to the phones first, and then we'll play those clips from, uh, from the two council members from last night. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from? Uh, this is Mike from Kennewick. Hi, Mike. What's up? Well, I just wanted to comment on this. When when you're an elected official, um, when you leave the office, you are still an elected official. If you're home eating dinner and you get a call 
that requires you to come back into office or to uh, address an issue with the city, you are still an elected official. It's a 24-hour-a-day job. You're on the job 24 hours a day. So if you if you if you get in trouble uh, outside of work hours, you're still elected. You're still an official, and you're still going to be in trouble. Appreciate Thanks the call, for the call Mike. Five four seven one six ten is the number. So we played we played these uh, these sound bites earlier. These are taken as as part of this discussion in the um, Kennewick City Council workshop meeting. Uh, first is John Trumbo. And here's what he had to say about that. If the answer is never, then all conduct when you are an elected city council member, personal, in public, as a council member sitting at a meeting or attending a session that is for city council business specifically, all conduct relates to you as a city official. Okay, so he takes the position that if you are an elected official, you are an elected official 24-7. Uh, Councilman Chuck Torelli had a different point of view. At 3 a.m., if somebody's calling me up complaining about streets or something like that, I become that public official. At 2.59, when I was sound asleep, I was not a public official. It's our behavior that defines when we're public officials. I.e. So if you go go out and get hammered, (laughs) I'm not a city councilman if I get pulled over for a DUI. But when I'm in church, I'm a city councilman. Well, is that, I, I mean, our I, again, behavior again. I don't want to put words in in either of the council members' <laughs> mouths, but you just heard what he said. It, to my interpretation of what Councilman Torelli was saying was that you that he and the other council members should only be held accountable for things that they do as a city council member, i.e the jobs and the the duties associated with that elected official. They should not be held accountable for anything outside so, of that position. That's so, my I mean I, that's my interpretation, okay. but so I, based, I think that's based a on fair your, one. Based on your interpretation, you could be an absolute angel at every city council meeting and city council workshop and the boards that you represent as part of your position. But you could be a total A-frame the rest of the time, and people are supposed to forget that. Just look at what you do when you're well, sitting in a chair. L- let's let's. Well, okay. I.e., okay. let's see. Let's see all the run Bob Thompson got okay. when he got a DUI. Okay. And what did they say? Well, Richland Mayor Bob Thompson. That's right. But okay, so you you said you just made the distinction as I believe Chuck Torelli did that there is a difference between the council member and the person that that you know. The only way we can hold elected officials accountable is at the ballot box, okay? Or that's true. Okay. Or recall or whatever. Okay. Or, yeah. So, but but you still the ballot box. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So let me take this angle. There are many people that do not like Donald Trump, the man, but like President Trump, the things that he does as president, but they don't like. The tweeting at 2 a.m. and, right. so you, you know, you the, have the to different decide. Thing. That's right. You have to decide, does the personal behavior outweigh what he's done in his official capacity? But they're still linked. They're still there because he's not Donald Trump 
New York real estate tycoon when he's tweeting at 2 o'clock in the morning. He's still the president of the United States. That's right. And so I, I guess... He doesn't step into a phone booth and get changed when he becomes president. <laughs> All right, to be president. I wasn't going to go there. But... No, but I am going there because okay. that, that that's exactly okay. how ridiculous that is. Right. So I, I guess... You know what? Let's go to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from? Matt from Kennewick. Hi, Matt. What's up? Hey, real quick, just cracks me up that people say they, they don't like who the man is. Now, I might agree with that, but turn the TV on after 8 o'clock. Tell me if you agree with those people. I mean, my goodness gracious, that it's become acceptable to put it on TV that you can be a womanizer or get a get a divorce or whatever. That's become life. So I, I can't stand that you can judge it, but then watch movies that portray it. Appreciate the call. Thank you so much. I, 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 saying, guess, I guess the focus really to me is, and again, I'm not ripping on Chuck Torelli. In fact, he is responsible for an hour and a half of our program today because of this debate that we're having. And it's a wonderful debate. You know, I, I think it's, it's a good discussion to have. Now I'm sensing a trend amongst the callers. Let's see if this caller uh, is along those lines or what you're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from? Hey, it's Chris from Kennewick. Hi, Chris. Chris. Hey, so just uh, real quick, I don't think that the officials should be held uh, accountable for things that they do unless they are actually doing their duty because just like lawyers can be disbarred for doing things uh, that they're not supposed to, other officials are held to higher standards as well only during their duties. So if your doctor got a DUI, would you quit going to that doctor? Same thing for a dentist or a barber. It doesn't make that person bad at what they do. It just means that they had a flaw they, they made a mistake, don't you think? But but there's a little bit of a difference there, Chris, because your doctor goes to school for 12, 16 years to become a doctor and work in, in, in whether it's private practice or in a hospital. He is in a job. He's in an occupation. He doesn't get elected to that position. He can get fired from that position. Hey, look, if a doctor gets a DUI and the hospital doesn't like the look and they don't like the run, Guess what? They could part ways with that doctor. Same thing with a lawyer at a law firm. These are people that are in private enterprise. When you put yourself out there in public service and you ask for the public trust and you tell people that you're going to do things for them, you're going to work for them, you're putting yourself out there and you are giving up part of your private life by doing so by entering the public arena. So while I do understand the point that you're making, I do think that if you're a public official, you are held to a higher standard because you're telling people, I am here to serve you. Do- you know, Lawyers have clients. They can pick who they want. Doctors have clients. They can decide if they're taking new patients or not. You know, They have the ability to do that. As an elected official, you can't pick who's your constituent. You can't pick when you are or you are not. Uh, you know, a public official. We got a message from Leo on Twitter. So let's call it what it is. Kennewick City Council is arguably the most dysfunctional council in the Tri-Cities. Saddest part, we keep voting them all in. Well, appreciate the message, Leo. But but in all reality, you, you know, this is a different avenue. Jay Inslee is always the governor of the state of Washington. Regardless of what he does, Jay Inslee could go out on a bender and guess what? They're not going to say Jay Inslee, resident of Bainbridge Island. They're going to say Governor Jay Inslee. It's not a separation. Because when you put yourself in that spotlight, 
You are a public servant. You're always a public servant. You're going to be referred to as a public servant as long as you are in political office. And even as as Councilman Pete Serrano said when he called in, even sometimes after, people are going to rec- you know recognize you and remember you as serving in that office. And while you may want to believe that there is a switch you could turn off, you could very well do that as a public servant. And then you might not get reelected if enough of your constituents are like they don't respond. And believe me, if there is one thing we've heard over and over again about many of the electeds in Kennewick City Councils, they don't get back to people. You're up at the bottom line, News Radio 610 KONA. What's your name? Where are you calling from? I'm Gary. I'm calling from Richland. What's on your mind, Gary? Well, I think we're combining two issues here. The, the one issue is yes. If you're an elected official, you're the elected official 24-7. But there are different standards for your personal and professional behavior. For example, I was a corrections officer for almost 30 years. And what I did as a private citizen uh, was different than what I did on duty. On duty, I was responsible to the agency directly. And off-duty... I was responsible to the agency in a different standard. And I, I, I think that's what we need to understand with the uh, uh, councilman. As a city action, the city is responsible for what they do or can be. And as a private citizen, they're responsible. But they're still uh, 24-7 a, a member. Thanks for the call, Gary. Appreciate it. And, you know, yes, there is that private element of your private life. But, again, when that phone rings and it's a constituent, you're, you're, you're a council member. You're a commissioner. You are a state rep. You are a state senator. That's what you've signed up to do. And if you choose not to do it, then, you're, you know, people may not reelect you. Uh, and that's the choice of the people. But... You know, and I, and I understand where Gary's coming from by saying I, I just, you know, represent the agency in a different way. Your personal behavior can still reflect poorly upon what you do or where you work. If people know you as something and see you behaving badly, it could reflect negatively, in which case if it gets back to the business and they think that you have done something to hurt their reputation, well, there'll probably be a conversation there. Well, and again... If you every every industry is different, if you want to look at it like that and appreciate Gary's call from a you know a law enforcement standpoint or former law enforcement. Um, but you are seeing more and more industries have their employees sign code of conduct paperwork for fear of lawsuits, you know, that might, you know, bring you, you, where where if an employee puts the company in a bad light and it's you know it's an insurance liability type thing and let's not forget that's where the kennewick city council code of conduct uh partly came about from and why it wasn't trashed without a backup plan last night was because they need that from a liability standpoint so you yes there it is different but I think in this sense, we got to look at it a little differently because this is an elected position. This is an elected position. Should they be held at a higher standard than 
any other industry out there that's not elected. But no one forces you to be an elected official. You choose to do that. That is true, too. 547-1610. Final segment coming up. Hook up with the bottom line on Twitter at bottom line 610. Now, back to the show presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser. Bottom line, News Radio 610 K1A. Final few minutes here on your Wednesday afternoon. Got an email from Robert in Richland. Said, I had a part-time government position. Both the expectation and requirement was that I perform as needed at all times and adhere to standards, even as that performance and those standards were not resourced by government. I think Councilman Chuckles Torelli needs to embrace the suck and do the right thing. Thanks for the email, Robert. Appreciate it. Okay. 547-1610 is the number. You're up on the bottom line. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Oh, this is Ed. What's up, Ed? I'm from Walla Walla. What's on your mind? Well, I, I'm thinking these guys get paid 24 hours a day. I don't get paid 24 hours a day. Therefore, they need to stand up. All right. Appreciate, appreciate the call. The call. Well, Thanks for chiming in. A, a, a caveat. We mentioned this before, and whether this should factor into your opinion on this matter or not, city council members are considered part-time jobs they're not full-time like commissioners or well, that's you know, why it, most of them have a city manager that's right yeah city that's, manager's a full-time position correct correct and so um again this this goes back to accountability you know should people hold elected officials accountable for only their the policies that they stand on the moves they make Uh, you know, at city council meetings, how they vote up or down, and only in that compartmentalized way of thinking within the construct of their job, or are they electing the whole person? But again, state representatives and state senators are part-time positions. They're, They're only there when they're in session. Okay, so it's it's the same same thing. Mm -hmm. Okay, in in all reality. You could say that the council members who are doing four meetings a month, sometimes five, work as much, if not more, as state reps and senators who, in short session, are only there for, what, 60 days? Long session is 90, a little bit over 90. So that's 60 days a year, and you're talking almost that same amount of time, you know, 48, 52, for you know, city council members, sometimes more, depending on what the board positions are and everything else. They're both part-time positions, is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. They're both considered part-time positions by the way they are structured, and the pay reflects that. It's 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 sixties sixty days and one hundred and five days. Just, sixty days and one hundred and five days. Yeah. Right. Sixty days and one hundred and five so, days. So, so basically, three months, right. two months or three months in essence. Right. Two months one year, three months a little bit over three months the other year. But yeah. they're both considered part-time positions. Right. But yet. I can tell you right now, there isn't a single one of those state electeds that don't consider themselves to be an elected official around the clock. That they 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 they're not there for their constituents, and so, I mean, me, you get into public life, you want to be a public servant, you want to be an elected official, you are on the clock, and you get back to your constituents as soon as you can. Yes, yeah, 2.30 in the morning, an inconvenient time? It is. You can't answer the phone at 2.30? You get back to your constituent as soon as you possibly can. If your email goes down, well, you figure a way to get back to that constituent as soon as you can once you get that email. That's what being a public servant is. It's not deciding 
when you're going to flip a switch or step into a phone booth and change the clothes. The Afternoon Report, coming your way next.